New Zealand remain unbeaten at the World Cup. They're back on the top of the table, but boy, it got way too close. And 291 seemed like a pretty good score. Taylor and Williamson once again, all class, got New Zealand that 160-run partnership and really gave the innings the momentum it needed. The bowlers started pretty well. Bolt did a good job getting two early wickets. Then there was the Gale partnership with Hetmeyer. And New Zealand got to a stage where they could have been able to win the game quite comfortably, but it got real close. And I think they gave it away to a certain extent to, to the West Indies side, Jeremy Cunning. Well, um, Brathwaite looked to be pretty comfortable, I thought, right throughout that period when he was batting. He was, of course, batting with number 910 Jack, and uh, they seemed quite able to defend without wanting, you know, without scoring. When it got close, Brian, was when the last seven overs and um, Brathwaite was then controlling things quite well and then had to go and hunting for big shots. Uh, and that's the point at which New Zealand started to, to I thought, just unravel a little bit. Uh, a, the, the rotation of the bowlers. That, there's a slightly questionable thing there, leaving Henry to bowl... Uh, two of the last three, and then the, the the 49th over for your fifth bowler to be completed. I don't have a problem with having a fifth bowler left there because once you make the decision we're going to put all our eggs in one basket and bowl some of the other bowlers out, then you're left with that sort of situation if you don't. So uh, it was just a question of when you bowl those people and in what order you bowl the bowlers in those last seven. And I thought that could have been arranged a little bit differently to give them a better chance. So, look, New Zealand have a few things they need to work on. The good thing about it is that they've won another match, another close match, uh, that they are unbeaten, they are probably through to the semi-final, all the points that you've made, and they are all very good points because some people back in New Zealand would have felt, and I kind of was a bit a part of one of those too, that I just wondered whether they would be able to make that semi-final. Well, I think they've done the work to get there now, uh, and they've got a game against Pakistan coming up, so they may win that one as well. But, you know, there are some fallibilities still, and the good thing is that they've got some things to work on. There's ca- outfield catching, there's a, a bit about opening, who's going to open. Uh, we, we, can't, we can't keep doing that to Williamson and to Taylor. All to, you can't keep dipping in the same well. Uh, and uh, I think, really, Latham is, hasn't quite done his job there as well. So, and then some of the bowlers have to be used at certain times better than it was done today. The bulk of the run still coming, though, from uh, Taylor and Williamson. Another century for uh, Williamson, his 13th successive centuries, and this was every bit as good as the Edgbaston one. Hard to know which was the best. Uh, To a certain extent, the Edgbaston one got the game over the line at the end, and that was a real hard grind. But he spent a lot of time on the park for New Zealand, both batting and fielding now. Yes, he has. He has. Uh, and, I mean, the only difference about this one, of course, is it was setting a target. And, and he had to stay in, in terms of, you know, making sure that he had guided the, the innings to a point where they could start to hit. And, uh, and New Zealand, that, they're not, they got 92 off the last 10, but they lost five wickets. They're almost an over. Of those, of those uh, last 10 overs was gone with wickets. And you'd like to do that little bit, I think, a wee bit better. But, 
Williamson is just, you know, easing his side through. He's got to be one of the better players at the World Cup here at the moment, the way he's batting and the way he's steering his side through difficulties. Dear me. Kane Williamson. <laughs> oh, you Dear start. me. <laughs> Dear me. Closer than you wanted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look, it was... Once again, I mean, the, the side that the West Indies are in terms of they've got fast bowlers and they hit the ball out of the park, and we saw both today, but um, we saw a really gritty performance from us, which which just gave us a, a sneaky nose in front at the end, but um, without a doubt it ebbed and flowed and momentum shifted from side to side, and, um, yeah, it was just one of those one of those games, a really good game to be a part of, but uh, obviously more pleasing to be on the right side of the result. You and Ross recovered with that partnership that was quite clearly the vital part of the <coughs> performance, wasn't it? Well, I guess it was important to to try and build some sort of partnership after um, not getting the best of starts. And, and the ball was swinging a bit and, and holding in the surface a, a little bit. So, um, yeah, it was important that we tried to soak it up and, and just try and take the game deep so some of the power that were coming in in the middle back end could uh, try and do their thing. And, and they were able to, to be able to get what was a competitive total on that surface. But always a, a hard one to read with, yeah. with the West Indies side, with the amount of power that they have. And... Um, sometimes no ground's big enough or, or no wicket's sort of tough enough when they're hitting the ball like they were. So, um, yeah, like I say, great game of cricket that went down to the wire and, um, yeah, great scrap from our guys. I just wonder, uh, did you have it how you wanted it at the end, the death overs, or did you have to try things earlier on to get wickets and therefore you were left exposed a bit? Yeah, um, yeah definitely tried a few things earlier, which... Uh, in a lot of ways worked and we were able to pick up those those wickets which were so important but I, I don't think you can take anything away from the way Carlos Braithwaite played um, in that middle to lower order there where um, you know they, they were sitting in a strong position for a while we, we must have taken three or four wickets in that in a quick period of time and he, he soaked it up and then just sort of hit the ball out of the park on the on a fair sized ground so um, you know he, he's we do have some options and um, I guess if you go back in time, you never know. You might have changed something. You might not have those two out there. But uh, he played a beautiful knock and um, just, yeah, I guess unfortunate for him, but very fortunate for us. Well done. Still unbeaten and uh, back on the top of the table. Cheers. Thanks. Well, after the start, I thought the partnership between Williamson and Taylor was just what you expect from that pair, full of experience, maturity. Uh, read the situation. I think they realised earlier that, you know, this pitch today wasn't a 3.30, 3.50 wicket. Uh, I, I would say that for the first 20 overs, they were possibly thinking of 250, 260. Uh, and then they started to develop. And, you know, what you've got in Kane Williamson is a, is a genius. You know, the way that he reads the situation, the way that he, he doesn't play with any ego. You know, he just plays the situation that's required on the different days. It was a different day against South Africa. He played in a different fashion. Today he played sensibly and then he started to go up in the gears towards the end of his innings. You know, in Ross Taylor and Williamson, that, that partnership is, 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 is up there with the best. And they just know how to nullify pressure. They know how to nullify bowling attacks. Uh, and they know how to run between the wickets hard. And they know how to play low-risk cricket shots for high reward. And that's exactly what they did here today at Old Trafford. And there was some good finishing towards the last five or six overs that got them up to that 290 mark. Yeah, and that, that's what New Zealand have. I, 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 I've been really impressed. It's the first time I've seen them live in the World Cup. I've, I've watched the games on television. But, 
you know, I have to say they've got pretty much everything covered. You know, when you look at that, that batting lineup, you've got Guptill and Munro at the top of the order. You know, they can crack a ball. And then you've got the experienced pair who came and played so well here today. And then you've got Latham who can kind of go in and knock it around. And then you've got Nisham and, and De Granholm and Santa who can hit the ball out of the park. That, for me, a good ingredients to be a very successful one-day team. And with the ball in hand... You know, I've been so impressed by Lockie Ferguson. I haven't seen a great deal of him live, but he's quick. You know, he's got those great variations. Uh, he's skiddy. And it looks to me like Kane Williamson in, in, in Bolt Ferguson has got two bowlers that he can just throw the ball to and just say, come on, get us a wicket or two. And that's exactly what happened today. Both sides had uh, disastrous starts, losing a couple of quick wickets. And they had recovery partnerships, and they were two totally different partnerships. Hitmeyer and Gale set the crowd alight, didn't they? Yeah, brilliant entertainment. But yeah, you, you're absolutely right. There were two different styles of partnerships. But give me the the Williamson Taylor partnership any day of the week because it was controlled and it was there was wasn't really any risk. I mean, Kane Williamson up until he got to about 125 had only hit five percent of his balls in the air. You know, just hitting the ball on the ground. Virat Kohli does the same. Joe Root does the same. They just don't give the opposition any chance. And, you know, what we, we had with Gale and Hetmeyer was great fun, great entertainment. You always felt with the way that Hetmeyer was playing in particular that it was going to come to an end. But whatever it was uh, lasting, I, I think the 23,000 here at Old Trafford and us in the commentary box were royally entertained. But, you know, it, it's always a lesson for young players. Shimron Hetmeyer has, has played some glorious innings. But, again, a lesson to him is that he probably didn't need to take that risk at that time. And then he's in the dressing room. What does he hear? The roar of the crowd. He's Captain Jason Holders out next ball. And I just hope that, you know, when you've got that amount of talent, I hope over the years he'll just learn the lesson of not playing like Kane Williamson because he's not that style of player, but just read the situation that little bit better. When you've risked everything, which you did early, to get the Western East back on the front foot and, and they were controlling the game, it's then that you can go as a player, all right, I'll just knock it around. Williamson throws the ball to Lockie Ferguson for one thing, and that was to try and get wickets. And that's where Hetmar's just got to be a bit smarter. And New Zealand's bowlers, well, it was good to see that Trent Bolt was back in form with the ball. He and Ferguson are vital, but they've got some issues around the bowling. They do. Uh, Henry's starting off OK, but against big hitters, maybe he's not quite the best option. Uh, against sides that are more like a New Zealand side who work the ball around and so on, I think he's probably, you know, you could use him there. So there's an option for him when they play him, I think, against different teams. Uh, I'd like to see Santner not being hit quite so much, but he relies on his fielders and New Zealand have to back him up a little bit better. I think Ferguson's been the pick of the bowlers and right throughout the whole tournament. Bolt had a very good day today. Four wickets, 40 dots, held a catch, an important catch right at the end. There was, there was a case for him almost being man of the match, actually. Trent Bolt, how are those nerves? Yeah, no, obviously uh, came down to the wire there. Um, yeah, awesome game to be a part of, obviously. Um, yeah, nice to get a win. A win's a win, but um, no, exciting game. Brilliant for the tournament. The ball in the air down there. Did you know where you actually were? Oh, I think this is potentially the biggest ground I've ever played on, and um, when I saw Mr Chris Gale hitting them a long way, um, yeah, I was probably more nervous under his one, but um, yeah, nice to, to snaffle it and... Uh, yeah, move the, the wind column up another one, and um, yeah, we'll move on. Yes, unbeaten, but it almost was un- not unbeaten. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, I think we needed that. I, I definitely think um, yeah, it was nice to bowl second, and um, I wouldn't say be exposed like that, but it's always nice to be put in those, uh, in those positions uh, early in the tournament. 
Um, and yeah, obviously coming off on the right side of it is a great feeling as well. But um, no, hey, there's still a lot of cricket uh, left to be played, no doubt about it. But uh, I'm sure we'll take a bit of confidence from it. 291 was a pretty good score, uh, defendable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, just. Only just, yeah, by five runs. Um, yeah, I didn't bet on the surface, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it looked like a really good surface, to be honest, going into the game. But um, yeah, uh, I thought they bowled extremely well. Cottrell coming in and doing uh, what he did at the start there was uh, yeah pretty cool to see. So um, no, great game for the for the big crowd as well. You had your best uh, bowling spell of the tournament so far. Yeah, uh, a little bit of swing there, but um, yeah, nice to get a little bit of reward uh, with a couple of wickets. But um, yeah, obviously I'm only a ten overs of the fifty overs. So as a collective, we got the job done. But um, no, definitely look to. Uh, go back to you know the meeting room and, and just make sure we're clear with with what is happening at the death because um, I think it's 100 percent a big to- big part in this tournament and uh, like I said with these these big games hopefully coming up um, I think that's where we're going to really be tested. Two partnerships of of different quality Kane Williamson and Ross Taylor uh, that was just brilliant batting wasn't it? Yeah hey um, I couldn't think of two better players to have at the crease when you're kind of none for two or whatever we were um, Kane brilliant 140 odd. And, uh, you know, Ross does what he does. And uh, no, they got us into that position to um, set that little bit of a platform. And, uh, yeah, to get through to 290, I thought it was a, it was a pretty good score. Two wickets, but then you've got Hetmeyer and uh, <laughs> Gail, arguably two of the better hitters going around the world game. Yeah, hey, and um, it's impressive to watch, no doubt about it. Like I said, a very big ground, um, but just clean striking. These West Indian boys know how to hit a cricket ball, that's for sure. And... Uh, they were here to entertain, and what Carlos did, uh, yeah, pretty special, definitely. Um, no, it would have meant a lot to him, and he, he'll be hurting not to just get us, I'll get them across the line there, but um, no, a lot of credit to a lot of the, the performers in their team. Yeah, he looked pretty emotional at the end, and that's understandable, but unbeaten, uh, back to the top of the uh, table. Still a few more lessons to learn, though, do you reckon? 100%, yeah. No, we'll um, yeah, take the win and uh, yeah, move forward to Pakistan now. Um, it's all go, this tournament. It's, it's, it's quick turnarounds. It's a lot of travel on the bus, and uh, it's just brushing along nicely. But, um, yeah, no, still time to look at what needs uh, improving, and uh, I think the, the, the strengths of the side is that's what we do. We look um, within and, and try to work out what we can do better, and, and hopefully we're at yard better uh, next week. Well done. Thanks, Wyatt. Jason Holt is so close, it must be hard to accept that you've ended up losing this game. Yeah, hard one to swallow. Um, yeah, but still a lot of positives in this game. I thought Carlos batted outstandingly well. And he's well supported by Kimar at the very end, Sheldon, and then even O'Shane. You know, these guys really put their hand, you know, they fought um, blood, sweat and tears for us. And it was just unfortunate we came up on losing today. Great partnership for the third wicket. You're big hitters. They really put you in the hunt, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, we were always up with the scoring rate, you know, I don't think we were ever behind the game at any stage, it's just a matter for us to keep wickets in hand, which we really didn't do in the middle, you know, we lost two quick wickets, you know, I think 142, which really put them back into the game and gave them momentum, and you know, from then we were always trying to rebuild, which I felt we did a reasonable job coming back into the game, but, you know, I guess it just wasn't enough at the area. You nearly had it, Carlos Brathwaite, what a wonderful innings from him, how do you console him, he looked heartbroken at the end. It's tough, you know, you came so close, but yet so far. Um, but yeah, outstanding for him personally. Um, he was outstanding today. It was great to see, you know, he kept us in a hunt. You know, he gave us hope, you know, and he went very, very deep for us. And it's just unfortunate that he wasn't able to carry us over the line. Thanks very much. Thank you. You know, New Zealand will feel there are fallibilities to their game. I'm sure they will. Plenty for the, the coaching staff to do so that they improve.